Welcome back to Season Sessions, where we'll take you through all the black news of the week, and you're joined with your host, Adam. And Hanifa. And we are back. Um, we do have a guest later on in the show. Um, if you're wondering why, we're not introducing them straight away. Yeah. They'll yeah. be coming, you know. It's a tube strike today. Yes, so. thank you, TFL, for announcing a last minute tube strike to just fuck up my day. Yeah. It doesn't really impact me, but it annoys You're me a bus when girl, it annoys <laughs> me when tube lovers get on my personal bus and start acting like it's not it's the tube. The bus bus culture and tube culture are very different. How? There's things that you can do on the bus that you shouldn't do on the tube. I think there's always things you see happening on the bus that if I was on the tube, this bullshit wouldn't be happening. Oh yeah, the bus is uncouth. Yeah, I was on the bus the other day and there was <laughs> there was a larger gentleman with his shirt off. It is maxing seven degrees currently in the UK. <laughs> and you know when you see like a level of crazy, like people kind of avoid that. So as in he, ha you know, like on the bus with the, the, those really tall seats that are tall for no reason. I hate those seats. Like, <laughs> why, those, why is they back my head? <laughs> it's like a throne. Yeah, like the throne seats. He was sat on the throne seats. So the throne seats and then the two rows around it would then exit it because he was like shouting. Uh, but he, w I was like, why are you? And he had a shirt, it was next to him. So that means he'd got on the bus and taken off. off. And I was like, you now, now everyone's squeezed in the disabled or slash pram section. And everyone was squeezed in that section. Yeah, it just meant you're, that's, you wouldn't get that on the tube. No, that's, but <laughs> I, that's what I appreciate about the bus. Anything goes. Um, no. But I don't like when tube, <laughs> tube people come on onto the bus. They act like it's the tube. This is not the tube. Well, keep your pencil skirts and trainers. I appreciate. I'm sorry if you're not from London. <laughs> um, basically, TFL announced the tube strike because I think that they're reintroducing the night tube and they're not upping people's wages, which is fair. Which is fair. If you want me to work more, yeah, you you're gonna have to pay me more. Night pay as well. Exactly. Night levy. Night pay is at least like times two, times three. Yeah. But they've just been like, yeah, same wage, more hours. Um, so I appreciate the strike. What I don't mm. appreciate is finding out at 4 p.m. at work the day before. Sometimes like, can you not? I understand because they said that there's one on the 18th. I can now mentally plan for that one on the 18th, but saying that one is going to happen like just tomorrow, you've mm. told, you don't been giving me 24 hours notice. Oh, but you you've didn't given know. me 12 hours notice. But you didn't go, if you grew up in London, no. you didn't know the excitement of tube strike and you have to go to school. Oh, that was like, it's basically like Ferris Bueller's day off because you, you turn <laughs> Yeah, but now I'm a school, working like, person. <laughs> four, four hours late. You don't need to, it doesn't take four hours to walk <laughs> to school. <laughs> <laughs> Take a little detour, be like, yeah, tube strike. It's really stressed. No, stressful. but now I'm do. a working individual. And it's like, I was saying, Steph was saying that he thinks it's unfair for tube strikers to strike over the weekend. Because why must we suffer in our leisure time? Why don't you strike on a Monday morning? And then, okay, people will stay home from work. Why strike on a Saturday? You gotta do what you gotta do. They, <laughs> they need their pay. Um, no, they need to, I and mean, also like, they're steady. They're steady. They have no objection to raising the, the price that we pay for for the bus. Do you remember when the bus and tube and stuff used to be like twenty p? In Manchester, right? If yeah. you're giving twenty p yeah. quality, then because the quality is <laughs> <at> the price, <laughs> right? So because so, you know, and what, they're also, raising it again in Brighton. 
I'm not gonna, I'm gonna not dignify that, but because in Brighton, <laughs> the buses have Wi-Fi and you can also charge your phone on them. They and they're cheaper. Yeah, but, right, so we're steady paying, what, over 150 pounds a month. They're not paying the people if, properly. If that, if that, you're actually paying. If you get, if I get a travel card, I think it's two, yeah, two forty. I don't. I try. I don't leave zone two. I'm. So. I'm zone two. If you get a travel card, zone two, zone one and two, it's like two forty. When's the last time you bought a travel card? I don't buy travel cards. Exactly. If you buy a travel card, which I haven't, obviously, because of the pan- pandemic for a while, but it's two forty for one, zone one and two. So if you go for, I think it goes like fifty pounds up every zone, and they're raising that for it's- what? For something that's consistently delayed. Most likely smells. Always smells of weed. Dusty. I, which I don't mind these things. But then okay, it's when you I, pretend, I do. No, when you I pretend do. like it's a premium service. <laughs> At least clean it. At, At least pay everyone properly and, especially when, and make it affordable. Especially when over the pandemic, they were like, we clean every day to keep it safe. And I'm like, why am I seeing yesterday's vomit yeah. on this tube if you guys are cleaning every <laughs> do, day? Do you know what as well? You know, all the patterns have, all the seats have nice patterns. Mm-hmm. Do you know why that is? To hide the vomit stains. No, yeah. So when, so yeah, to make it look like it's not dirty when they yeah. are dirty. Yeah. Because it's really material. And also, do you know? You know when you sit on the bus or the tube mm. and it's wet, right? You know, so you've had that, there. right? Yeah. So, do you not what that? about all the seats? Yeah, but what about all the seats that were once peed on and that are now dry that you sat on? Yeah. This is what. These are the things that keep me up at night. Do you know? I saw somebody. Here's something to think about. I saw a worker clean vomit off a seat once and they scraped it off. And that was the extent of the cleaning. I said, no, you're not even cleaning it. (laughs) You're not even cleaning it. Not even, not even a quick antibacterial spray. Not even, even, yeah, it was like, you're like a sheet of cardboard scrape. So obviously with that, you're pushing more into the seat and then they're just going to leave that to dry. And then, you know, when you're, you know, when, you know, when you sit on the tube and you're like, is that smell me? And you're like, where is that smell coming from? It's the dried up vomit that you're yeah, sitting Yeah, exactly. This is why you shouldn't wear your yeah. outside clothes inside it's the true. house. It's true. Or when you're walking around and you're like, is that, you just get, you know when you just keep getting like a whiff of something? No. You know like when you're walking around and you're like, can I smell somebody next to me? Or is that smell me? Or is there a smell in the air? It's probably because you sat in somebody's vomit. Exactly. That's what I'm yeah. saying. You <laughs> don't know what past dirt is there. And yeah. Yeah. Just wipe clean is underrated. <laughs> We're really showing our age here. <laughs> our priorities have changed, haven't they? I think like cleanliness has always been a priority, to be honest. Yeah, but these it's things... It's never not been a priority. Yeah, but these... I didn't... When I was like 15, seeing like sick on the tube was like a little bit exciting. Now it's like that's... It was never exciting. It was but never exciting. Some drama is going to happen. It took me a while to have... My mum, for a little bit, didn't let me take public transport. In the, U- in the UK, sorry, in Manchester. Um, she would rather drive me everywhere or get a taxi. Um, so Is when she? I start, yeah. Um, so when I started, I would be that person that would like put tissue and everything. Oh no, that's the straight, well that's like, yeah. the, my, no, I learned from my grandma. You have the tissue. <laughs> I would have tissue and everything. My friends would make fun of me. He was like, you're just, you're just on a normal bus. I've no. never, fucked, yeah, it's always been nasty. Oh, you never want to touch it with your bare hand. That's why, yeah. Yeah. But, but sometimes you have to. And then yeah, um, that's when the sanitizer comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, yeah, but yeah, solidarity <laughs> to, the, to the tube workers because, 
it's hard out here. Yeah, it's hard and it's gonna get worse. Um, Uber's going up by 10% um, next year as if Uber's not already <laughs> expensive. And right now, if you're getting Uber, my mom is calling as if you know what Your let's talk about let's talk about yeah during the podcast yeah. recording yeah firstly she loves that but hey, like, also let's talk about mum's mum's calling in the middle of a working day when she she's supposed to be working and then she goes what are you doing you know i have a full-time job <laughs> <laughs> the question is like oh are you working it's like i called you you didn't surprise? pick up yeah exactly i called you you didn't pick up because i'm working oh no i have a job <laughs> the, the other day my mum I said to my mum, my mum said she was coming around to drop something over. I was like, yeah, I have a meeting. Yeah. For some reason, when my mum hears meeting, she hears, okay, that means I have to bang on the door really loud <laughs> and just be like, are you okay in there? I think, Why is the door locked? <laughs> I think that's, like, I think because back in the day, at our age, I feel like for some reason, their job wasn't, I don't know, maybe they weren't taking it that serious. So I don't, th- oh, the, my mom still sees me as a 15 year old. Oh yeah, no, it's not. And sees me as like, yeah. oh, she's just still working in the Odeon. <laughs> That's like like, you got a little job, a little hobby. <laughs> she keeps busy. She's like, cause I'm just gonna, I have a meeting at this time. She's like, oh, can you move it? No. For <laughs> you. <laughs> no, but so it literally, I don't think they see us as not our job. Their jobs weren't serious when they were our age. They see us as children because Literally, I have like answers. I could be like, Hanifa, you got a real job. You're you're a real person. I'm a big woman. I have bills. Other people take me seriously. You may not. (laughs) Who do you think is paying my bills? You're not paying my rent. Where do you think the money is coming from? Um, Yeah, she's got a little hobby. Because I was in a meeting. Oh my God, I was in a meeting with our head of the head of our department and my mum was FaceTime. I was trying to show a deck. Oh no. Nice. My mum starts FaceTiming. So you know the, and the FaceTime just shifts straight on the laptop. <laughs> it's just my, Did you like, answer? No well, it came quite quickly and I was just like, Mum, I'm sorry, like I'm trying to And it's hard to look professional. It's hard oh honestly it's, it's hard, hard have... to look professional when your mum has now called you five times. It's like, is it an emergency? No, yeah. she's just got the afternoon off. She wants to chat. It's true. Like, I had to mute myself, but I didn't mute my camera. Yeah, so the person I was in the meeting with could see me being like, go away. <laughs> I'm in a meeting. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Well, anyway, I hope well, she's all right. If you're listening. She hasn't texted me, so it must have just Isabel, been a catch I would have answered She's like your five call. episodes behind. Wow. She so Hello from the future. She'll be she'll listen. <laughs> oh wait, from the past. Hello from the past. She'll listen sometime in the new year. Uh-huh. And then call me up to complain that I ignored her call. And we'll probably be recording then. Yeah, most likely. Most likely. Um so should we do a bit of shout out. Yes. Well, who is your shout out? My shout out is Dr. George, the poet, <laughs> who has been awarded a doctorate of literature. Lit- oh gosh. Doctor. Wow, I've forgotten how to speak. You said doctorate. Did I say that? You sh- you stumbled at literature. I'm, I'm going to start this whole <laughs> thing again. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <Yes. to respond>. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you're not getting a doctorate. <laughs> Give me some time. University of London, if you're listening. Yeah, George the Poet is a doctor of literature because he deserves. And yeah, congratulations to him. Is it um, an honorary or did he do a PhD? I believe it's honorary. At what uni? Just said University of London. Oh, I thought you were manifesting your one for university. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to be alumni buddies with George. Okay, well that's nice. If you get, 
Oh, I don't know. Do you know what though? I never like with a doctorate, with like not doctorate, with a honorary doctorate. However, hmm. with a doctor of literature, if you studied for it, what does no, that get sorry, you? Sorry, sorry. Did he study he's for also, it? Also, he's as of July, he's also studying for a PhD in economics. On top of this, in economics. Yeah. But okay, I so if you, he's just a, he's just a clever man, but he's. Yeah, yeah, but what do you get with a doctor with a doctor with doctor of English literature? PhD, if you were studying yeah. that, so with a with an he's on- saying he's the, basically in his working life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has done work to for, to deserve a doctorate. A doctorate. Yeah, because you know when you do a PhD, you have to come up with something new. Yeah. So he did that. With, okay. Without even trying. Right. Okay. Okay. And do you what do you get with it? Money? No, you don't. You just get. Yeah, you get we also pride. have to wear a different hat. The fun, the flat the, hat, the shower cap style. Yeah, I like those ones. Oh, do you? Because it's I think it, I think it automatically shows that you're better than everybody else here. Yeah? No, it's, you're also wearing a shower cap. Though. Yeah, like, but it shows cool. like Although it's nice, nice bonnet. You can sl- you can turn it to the side. It looks like a giant bonnet. It doesn't look like a shower cap. <laughs> it looks like a giant bonnet. <laughs> you could get some. I would it's get some silk satin. Inside. No, they they are satin inside. No, I don't know that. Because I thought they're velvety. They're not satin. They're velvet. They're crushed, aren't they? Depends where you go. They're different for each um, mm. uni. I just remember seeing that at my graduation and thinking, not sure if I want that for myself, just just because it looks a little that's, bit like that's Chaucer. The reason. That's the reason. Chaucery. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. That's Yeah, I have ideas. <laughs> <laughs> it has to be new ideas. Oh, you, you have to ju- change the game. My third eye, man. I need glasses. How my much I'm face seeing. is so dry. I got rained on, oh. and now I'm touching my face. I'm like, all my moisturizers off. I'm gonna crack. I'm gonna have to go home. Oh, you're gonna have to use my Nivea hand. <laughs> I'm not. I can't do that. It will make my face. Um, anyway, um, I wanted to shout out Summer Walker for um, her face tattoo because. Sometimes it's nice to appreciate people that don't learn from any mistake. Um, And I wanted to shout her out because it's nice to know that the next album will be better than this one. (laughs) (laughs) Because um, I saw people saying that if this is what Sierra's prayer gets you, I don't want it. How can you make a whole album? It's like she she makes me laugh. For me... yeah, it's just the fact that, like, live your life. I think, like, if you want to get a face tattoo, get a face tattoo. It's just Larry. <laughs> Larry. Also, like, I understand your face. Like, I get that. I'm sorry, but tattooing somebody's name on you is like the, it's like the curse of death. I think yeah. because I'm, I'm yet. To, most people, is it gonna, it's gonna stick. The body's just a vessel. <laughs> okay, but like. A face, t- it didn't have to be on your face. It didn't have to have, you didn't have to have Larry on your you face. You could have done it somewhere else. Like, just put it on your ass like everyone has. Literally, just anywhere else, but Larry. And then somebody was just like, when you break up, which you will, if, when you break up, he can at least say, oh, I just love summertime. What are you going to say? Well, no, because what's it called? Who did that? <laughs> Johnny Depp had Winona forever and he changed it to Wino forever. Okay, so how, what, what you changed Larry. Larry? Happy as Larry? Mm. You can do one, it's on the side eyebrow, other side happy as, mm. in the middle, like Soldier Boy, happy as Larry. Larry Sanfeld? You mean Larry David? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Larry, 
Larry David. Larry David I fan. Larry, um, <laughs> what can you? What can you adapt it Larry. to? Slarry? No. No. What Ari? What ends in Ari? Cash and carry. Like <laughs> <laughs> that, that classic tattoo. Cash that and carry. I'm just like, it's not. It yeah. can't be. It's really hard to be transformed. She's gonna. So then it's gonna look worse when she puts. And also, it's quite big. So when she makes it into like, um, I don't know, a tiger or like a Chinese dragon or something like that. Mm, that's cause... quite a good like, try, yeah. like a she's, snake or something. She's gonna have to do the Mike Tyson. Wow. Because even when you get that, because even when you get tattoos removed, it just still does scar a bit. And then you don't want just, you don't want to just have a scar on your face. Yeah, I, yeah. I, uh, I hope <laughs> they stay together. Just for the <laughs> tattooed your face. <laughs> uh, would you would you ever get somebody's name tattooed onto you? No. I think I honestly think when you tattoo somebody's name on you, I think then it's over. I, I want to show somebody send me a successful relationship where they've tattooed each other's name. True. It always I think that tells you it's about to. It tells you that the flame is burning too hot. I think that's chaos. Yeah, it's the flame is burning too hot and the flame will soon die. Like um, Courtney and Travis tattooed each other. Oh, did they? Yeah. But Travis... Oh, but they're, they're, they've got... They seem to be going well. It's been less than a year. Yeah, that fire is hot. That, that fire is hot. <laughs> the fire is burning. The fire is burning. That flame is white hot. Yeah, exactly. You know, so oh, when the Bunsen burn, the blends blue. Yeah, blue. <laughs> it's blue. <laughs> that fire is blue. And then... Yeah, it will soon well, die down. It's just as long as no one does anything nasty. B and J have um, wedding ring tats. Oh, I don't like a wedding ring tattoo. I don't, I'm not I a fan of like that. It. I kind of like it. I especially, no, you know why I like you know it? Because I know I would lose my ring. I know it would happen. But then I'd be like, at least I still have this tattoo. <laughs> 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 I know I would lose my ring. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, we can get into the news. It's been, yeah, it's been a, 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 Ooh, Jesus. a roller coaster of a week. It's just been, are you okay? I think I had a cramp. Oh. No, you continue. Um, <laughs> obviously we're seeing the, the full, you know, the full system of white supremacy and all its glory and the, the money aspects of it in the, the case of Kyle Rittenhouse. Obviously, when we recorded bid last week, um, we hadn't had a verdict, but then it came out. I think it came, when did it, it come came out? out the day after. The day after we recorded. Yeah. So yeah, he was found not guilty of all charges because he said that he fatally shot the protesters in self-defense. So yeah, that's there's that. Um, I saw he took a picture with Trump, who said he was a nice boy. Oh, yeah. well-established gentleman. I saw that he's trying to sue Joe Biden. Well-established gentleman. Don't quote me on that. It was something around that. Um, but either way, he took a picture with Trump. Do you know what? I saw something like, imagine if, um, you know what the space is kicking off? You imagine mm. if spaces were kicking off when Trump was about. Oh, he would have loved that. It would have been insufferable. Because right now for me, it's, it is insufferable. Please take it back to Clubhouse. I'm tired. I'm very tired it of all really the notifications. It is really the floodgates. It's a lot. And but it's weird because spaces has actually been around for months. But for some reason, we all decided in a space of one week, oh, <laughs> let's try this out. Unless people have been paid to. But um, yeah, I saw that. He took a picture with Trump. 
which is expected because I would expect Trump to take his side. Um, I was disappointed in Joe Biden's comment where he was like, you basically have to respect. Now you can also, even though you're the president and I'm sure like, you know, you know, you can't sometimes speak out against the law because then I guess if you speak out against the law, people will be like, then, you know, change it. Well, I suppose if you point out one thing isn't right, then you then have to point out every other every, thing. Yeah, exactly. And then you have to throw the whole system away, which is yeah, exactly. Um, and who he ain't got time for that because he's an old man. But then <laughs> I saw that Kyle Rittenhouse is suing Joe Biden for defamation of character. I was like, mm. okay, well, all right. If you think you can get away with it, it's just <laughs> it's so it's just so strange how we're just told these things happen and we have to accept them. And it's so it seems so extreme. Like um, he's. Uh, he's allegedly been diagnosed with PTSD because after the event. And it's like, okay, there's that aspect. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, this is somebody who has shot three people, two of them are dead. Yeah. Like there's, there's no, why is there no in between? It's like, oh, you either they, got in prison or you're, or you were like a stand up gentleman who, who is now yeah. this. Like you can, they, you can, where's the, in between it's there's no it's, it's black or white literally literally um because i saw that there was a guy called mark wilson that legitimately shot people in the same state in self-defense and he has been charged with murder but his was legitimately the, in self-defense and he's been charged with murder i think the issue is when when it's like the law can kill people anyone can kill people so you can argue you can argue that it's justified if the if like people who are allowed to kill people, yeah, then anything anything goes. No, I don't know, but like, like you can just be like, oh yeah, like I didn't. I, this was self defense. It's not okay, even just but that, it's but still it's still somebody is still dead. <clears throat> like it's not even just there that. There are still like, consequences for when when somebody. I think like we as a no, but we as a society have decided that you don't kill people, but then certain people do kill people. Yeah, I don't get it. I get, to be honest, I understand self-defense. Well, you know, I'm not arguing against self-defense because sometimes, yeah, it literally is self-defense. But in this instance, I don't get it. I obviously, I think if you follow the trial, it was just all fucked up anyway. Yeah. Because even beyond, be, I think I said this last week, even beyond the self-defense claim, how you don't get charged for having armed weapon as a minor when you are a minor with an armed weapon, as that was one of the charges, and that was dismissed, it doesn't make any sense. Self defense. It's not how is it self defense. I'm not. I'm not saying. No, but that's it. As me as but a that's person, what I'm, I'm saying. saying but like that, it yeah. doesn't. So whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but um, on on a positive, more positive, well, but uh, not. Well, it, it is still news. positive. Yeah. It is still positive. Um, the killers of Ahmad Arbery. Um. Yeah, they were found guilty of found guilty murder. Which is good. It's a step in the right direction, even though obviously what actually happened is not, um, is about 20 million years left of the other direction. But I think it was interesting when they said that um, they literally didn't speak to him. Um, he had no weapon and they started crying. And I was like, the fuck are you crying for? Yeah. Why are you crying? Yeah, this is... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think, I did you see the, the video of the prosecutor? No, I didn't. She was really, really good. Her name is um, Linda Danikowski, but she was saying how, um, she was, when th their defense was saying like, this is the worst day of their life, they were scared and they acted in, they said that they performed a citizen's arrest. 
Well, allegedly. White people love but, the, but then <laughs> Yeah, but then it's like, you can't actually perform a citizen's arrest unless you see somebody commit a crime. Yeah. And she basically was like, the crime that he committed was being a black person running. Right, because... Yeah, it's just like, well, it's, that, it's a bad day for them, but... Okay. Imagine his... Like, I think it's, yeah, it's, just, it's good that they were convicted of felony murder, but a man is dead because he still, was running down the street. He is dead, but I think... Like a... We, I think we needed the win because after last year, after all the protesting, um, it's good to know that it wasn't all in vain, but mm. um, at least some progress is being made. But I guess the best progress to be made is um, for people not to kill black people senselessly. Exactly. Um, now that we've done the harder topics, I guess, um, just updating on the trials, we have our guest. Oh. You don't have to look at the camera. It's recording, I just feel like it's recording. No, it's recording. <laughs> it's been recording. <laughs> been recording the whole time. And <laughs> uh, now we have our guest, and we're joined with Amel Amin. Amel Amin, I love the way you said my name. Welcome, by the way. welcome. Thank what? you. Your How? American accent really helps the way you said my name. I can Amel Amin. I was like, oh, thank you. Feels really soft. I want people to come right in and think. Do did anybody listen to me and think I had an American accent? Not just then, because you really went up north. Yeah. Just, like, <laughs> but, but the aggression came yeah. out. You're trying. So, <laughs> no, but I just like, oh, well, how should I, in a, how, would you, how would you say his name? Amel Amin. And yeah. how's that different to Amel Amin? British, it sounds yeah. nice, but it's, oh, you know, what I'm used to. Amel mm. Amin, I liked it. It's like, you know, like, it's like, it was like, it was like a vegan haagen chocolate ice cream. That shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> what? what? Like, hers is like apple crumble and custard. I love it. Oh. Classic. Classic. What you like know. Vegan chocolate chip. The vegan part's important. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. But that's not good. Why not? I always feel like vegan ice cream tastes a bit dusty. No, it doesn't in Los yeah. Angeles. I live in Los Angeles. You sound, you sound yeah. a bit dusty. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm getting for that. Because anytime I have vegan ice cream, I'm like, I feel like there's like grains in it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's yeah, a there's bit grainy. That grain is called health. Oh, is that yeah. the life <laughs> No, I like the full fat milk. Um, but yeah, we are here, we've got you here today because, well, you've got Boxing Day coming out. Yeah. Um, you've directed the film. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing film. You guys seen it? Yeah. Yes. I cried twice. So. Oh, which part did you cry? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Oh, I don't want to don't want to give spoilers away. Okay, cool. But yeah. Um, the oh. end. The ending. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> I'm I'm ashamed to really warrant me tearing up. When your character was talking with his dad. Oh yes, 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 it, yes, yes, yes. It just shut up. Personally. It just felt yeah. like Yeah, yeah, I get real. it. Let's not yeah. let's not talk about it too much. No, no, no spoilers. Yeah, because spoiler. yeah, you need to go and see it. Yeah. yeah. We should so you guys certified the film, you mm-hmm. love the film. Yeah. Oh you yeah. The film. It's unique in its space. Yes. Is it something you'd watch again? Yeah, yeah no, I want to yeah, go and yeah. see it with my family. Yeah. I think it was a really good Christmas film, definitely. And Definitely. it's a family thing that you guys can rewatch again and again. Yeah, yeah, I would say it's like the, you know, like you got your classic Christmas films that you yeah. just have on repeat. Wow. Like definitely one of them ones. Like what? That was, my, that was yeah. my number one goal to it. Is like, is this a film that you can put on again next Christmas? No. You know to replace I mean? this Christmas. Yeah. No, no, never to replace this Christmas. <laughs> I want to be a part of the You want to be a part of. They're the collection. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah, it's not yeah, about yeah. replacing it. Like Love Actually, This Christmas, mm. you know, whatever films like. A Muppets Christmas Carol was my one. I, yeah, I liked that one as well. No, yeah. but I think like at Christmas you have like your you have Elf 
what did they show on BBC all the time? They always do yeah, one Shrek rendition. Um, yeah. It's a Wonderful Life is like the most yeah. famous yeah. Christmas film. I, but yeah. that's not one that you want to watch every year. That's, no. it's true. that's like a lot. It's if you're true. going through something, yeah, yeah. you might watch yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you want, sometimes you just want easy watching. Mm. But I always the feel, joy. I always feel I don't have that black Christmas film. And I, that's why mm. I always go back to this Christmas. Because mm. I feel like that's this the- Christmas. Yeah. And now I'm like, okay, now I've got another one. Okay. Um, so I'm not maybe not replaced, but now we can do back-to-back. Yeah, to back add it, add it yeah. into the rotation. <laughs> and it's British. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. That's that's the, that's the key bit. It's like, it's reflective of, you know, what we know as our home life, our mm. uncles and aunties. Um, and then it's British, but it's got an international flavour. Yeah. Like the Americans can't wait to see it. Like, um friend of mine, Issa Rae, you guys know who that is, right? Mm-hmm. She's been- <laughs> No, no, we've heard of her work. <laughs> you couldn't do like, Hello. yeah, a friend of mine, Issa, Issa hey, Rae, you might, you might know her. I just, to, <laughs> I just happen to have dope friends. They've been championing it. Like a lot of the African-American women, especially have been championing it because they're like, they, you know, they watch, they grew up watching Julia Roberts in British films. Mm, and they're like, right. here's Asian Naomi King yeah. in a, a, a black American in yeah. a British film. And so like, I was with, um, I was at a premiere and I didn't know this person. And she came running up to me. It was Kelly Rowland. She's like, oh my God, I can't oh wait God. to watch your movie. I was like, what movie? What are you talking about? She goes, your movie. I was like, you know my movie. She goes, Boxing Day, yeah, I love Leanne. I love Asia. And I, it's so great to see like a, an African-American a person in a British film. Mm. You know, And I've always wanted to do one of those films. I was like, oh, wow. Like, that's dope. You know, It's affecting people in a really large way. Yeah. Um, and it's doing it in the rom-com genre. Yeah. It feels almost like a small revolution, especially for black British people, where you're just like, oh, I now exist in a space that, yes, it's a rom-com holiday genre, but also it's the first black movie on screen that that's ever shown on us in our everyday life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like it's not, there's no hard-hitting, serious no, cultural yeah, issues. Yeah. It's just like existing. Yeah, it's not yeah. traumatic, yeah. you know what I mean? Or even the stuff that um, that has issues to it, it's... it's it's in there, but it's not like overly pushed. So when Marianne Jean-Baptiste, who plays my mum, has the conversation with her white boyfriend, mm-hmm. Stephen Delane, he's, she's like, you know, it, it, you know, I raise my children to have like pride in themselves. And so I struggle with having this interracial relationship and, but the kids don't care, you know? So, because she grew up in the eighties when the UK was a different place. Yeah. So we're in there, the, the issues are there, but they're, they're not like what the traditional ones are. Mm, like it's not say. blown yeah. out where you mm. have to have, and well, that's be the whole film actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you always want to do a Christmas film? Because it's um, I would say it's a hard. It's almost like a hard category to dive into. Mm. There's yeah. so many it's, Christmas films. Yeah. So, yeah. Did you always want to do a Christmas film, or was it something that became a Christmas film? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I didn't always want to do a Christmas film. Um, when I. I always, I think my writing is kind of coming of age stuff. Like I, my first short film was a short film called Drink Drugs and KFC, mm-hmm. which you can see on YouTube. And it's literally about my my life growing up as a teenager and me getting into that, um, getting into my new friendship group at the time. So I like to write from a perspective that's honest and true for me. Um, and the Christmas bit came about because I live in Los Angeles, but every year I go to, um, to um to London, and Boxing Day is a big day in my family, and we're we're really kind of like we're just celebrating, just like dance and eat food and just get drunk and so I was one there was one day you guys will know this song there's one it was 2016 I put it on my Instagram recently, and my my whole family were like just going on a 
big up raving team and they all <laughs> went around my um cousin with this dance soul track do you know that song in our heart in our heart in our heart remember that song? no what? <laughs> you don't know that song? I, I have heard it, but I'm not, I feel like it's not old? like it's not on my it's playlist. Not your playlist. I, I feel like it's you know, family, you got a family party. Or I don't something. think you were singing yeah. it right. Whoa! <laughs> All right, well, 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 I'll do it in our heart. In our doing American accent. <laughs> <laughs> now, long story short, with those like we were doing play, this is the dance hall, and I was just like, whoa, our family um, parties could be an event movie and yeah. so that's where it started and then it grew from there i think it's great mm. it's definitely feel good i also like leanne was really singing yeah i was like you're singing singing i was mm. like this i nice. said it to her i said this tunia <laughs> i said this is like she sings um the classic aretha franklin yeah. song uh say a little prayer and she kills it yeah kills it and actually leanne i will say this to you <laughs> out there in the world and i hope all your fans pick this up I advised you to sing the song the way you did. Remember that. Remember that. <laughs> she she's got a ridiculous yeah. voice, and I said, yeah. no, we want to make this. Um, we want to make this particular moment to be like a story. So don't just sing it for it to be clinically great, mm -hmm. but sing it from a story. You remember the bit, right? Yeah, the jazz yeah, cafe. yeah. And then I'm uh, just sing it. Um, the moment I wake up, and for a singer, she's like, but I could do this. I was like, no, 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 sing it. <laughs> Story, every bit, be talking to the audience. It's, 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 a, it's, it's an acting performance as mm -hmm. well. And so um, to all Little Mix fans uh, that you're gonna love this song by Leanne, and I'll take 25% of the credit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it was good to like hear, it's hard in a pop group, to hear <clears throat> the separate vocals, and I feel like this was the first time I heard her. Same. So, like, I could hear her. Yes. So I was like, "Oh, you, the pipes are piping. You've got yeah. it." Yeah. yeah. And she yeah. sang a lot as well. Yeah, she sang, I was like, she oh. sang at the end of the yeah. movie as well. Yeah. Like more than yeah. more than yeah. I <laughs> We actually we have a lot. We have an international audience, so I, we should probably introduce you mm. properly mm -hmm. to the people around oh, that's what yeah. i was thinking like, <laughs> we we've talking to our american colleagues mm. about like black british films do you remember yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then we were like yeah you have to watch kid Kid Hood, yeah and they were like, like kid kid yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i've experienced them all like kid adult kid adult adult because like, they I say like adulthood but kid adulthood. Like, because we say adult and they say adult yeah so yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. but yeah you uh that's mm. where we well mm -hmm. that's where i was first introduced but, yeah, yeah and that's yeah. it's kind of surreal yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. I was Sitting opposite you. Introduced yeah. you in the bill. Oh yeah. I'm same time, by the way. Yeah, because my household was the big. Yeah. We love the bill. We're ITV. ITV Yeah, big up ITV. <laughs> Coronation Street, then the bill yeah. easily. So if you didn't know, the bill was like a police. I wanted to call it's it so. So it's our longest so. running police drama. Yeah. Right, serialized police drama, and it was on for thirty years. Oh my god. And then I left, and it ended. <laughs> I'm not, the bill was hot. If there's oh, one thing Brits can do, it's <laughs> police, good police drama. drama. Oh my god, we <laughs> love a miserable tale. We, yeah. And the thing that for the listeners, the you know, amazing actors have come through the bill, mm. like the guy from uh, Andrew Lincoln, who's in uh, Fear of the Walking Dead, or Kira Knightley. Like they've all the guest star yeah. actors were true. on there coming up. You know, um, like, who's that other guy? James McAvoy. Like yeah, yeah, everybody's yeah. been on the bill. Um, I'd been on the bill twice before I came on as Lewis Hardy. Oh. So I was on like twice as like a guest star. Yeah. So yeah, so 
to introduce myself, um, I'm Amel Amin. Um, where's your international? Everywhere? Everywhere. Everywhere. We've got oh. over 102 countries. Yeah. yeah. Spot the thing. We are We never know to say big time people. That's <laughs> um, all right. No. Yeah. My name is Amel Amin. I'm an actor. If you're from the UK, you probably know me from Kidolta, The Bill, um, perhaps Idris Elba's Yardi. Yeah. And um, if you're American, and I'm in America, they're mostly for like Maze Runner, mm-hmm. um, Sense8. I also did a, a film called Inside Man 2. Uh, which is really popular in America and uh, and around the world. And then um, probably uh, most recently, I May Destroy which is Michaela Coles. Yeah. Um, I think we can say to say her iconic classic TV exactly. show now. You know, mm-hmm. so that's that's been some of the highlights of uh, my career. If you want to know who I, I've been referring to you as the cardigan guy in the industry. The cardigan guy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> cardigan was sick though. It was, it was that. And it was like carrying through. So the cardigan yeah. that she's wearing, he gave her the cardigan. And then you had the, was it? What was Simon it? the cardigan mm. guy. The threesome situation. Yeah, we were talking mm. about yeah, that before. A true villain. You think I was a villain in that? <laughs> Who How were you I, not a villain? I mean, How was I a villain? I everybody, everybody I at I made, story, <laughs> my, I made a story was a villain. Yeah, had some villain qualities. Because we were Michaela's character. She she did wasn't perfect. Yeah, nobody. That's, like that's what I love about okay, it. So Everyone was flawed. Yeah. yeah, but villain. Were, I am. Okay, no, I this is okay. We were just the same because I I thought I was supposed to hate your character. But I was like, I wasn't too sure why, but it was. So it how do you, by the by the time the first episode, cast your mind back. Yeah. By the time the first episode finished, how did you feel about Simon? I thought you were sus. I don't know what that means. Like there was something suspect. That's what that means, a sus. No sus. Sus. Yeah, I thought you were sus. I would never have got that. You never heard someone say sus. Yeah, I think I'm on the other You're side of it now, way, man. You're doing way too yeah, much. <laughs> <laughs> so you part a suspect. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then there were. It just seemed like you were holding a secret mm. for no reason, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What are you holding?" It always what? felt like there was the something s- that you were supposed to say. Yeah. So the secret would have been that he's he's got another girl. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. But why were you holding that from Michaela? I was holding nothing from You, why were you? I don't know, I don't know. I need to go back and yeah, rewatch. I just remember thinking like, there, there's no right person in this. Like, yeah. There's, yeah. There's, a, there's victims, mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah. sometimes the victims are also the yeah. aggressive. Yeah. yeah, but I think it's just like, um, it takes 20, st- sometimes it takes 20 steps for something to go wrong, mm-hmm. and somehow everyone is involved in that step. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, I'm gonna have to rewatch, because I always felt like, there's something with this guy. And it wasn't even until the end mm. where I, w- I thought you were actually involved in the whole thing. Mm. Cause I was, I thought the, I thought it was gonna be that you were somehow involved with the guys. Uh, you've been watching a lot of them like but what about yeah. high stakes, big it's twists. True, actually, I'm always shows. waiting for a big and, twist. And so at the end when me and her just homies. Yeah. Did you still think you were sus? I was like, if there's a season two, I'm gonna, we're gonna find mm. something else. Out. <laughs> so you just did not trust the character. No. <laughs> wow. When you were filming that, did you were you were you guys all like, oh yeah, we know where this is gonna go? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She completed it as a as like a, a, a one Bible show scenario. But I mean like in terms of the success, the, the success of how ev- like everybody and their moms is like, this is so mm. powerful, so amazing. I had no idea. Because I, no I always idea. wonder, do artists know? Oh, I've created yeah. now something that is like, gonna go. Like when a musician has a song, and now it's like Michael Jackson making Thriller. Did he know that Thriller was gonna he be did. that? He did. So when was, you were making yeah. Boxing Day, you were, you were like, like is that about, yes. "This is about to be it." Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think I was a I'm 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 an actor on Michaela's show in that, mm-hmm. right? So I didn't know, but she probably did. Mm-hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? Like she probably did. Um for me with Boxing Day, yeah, I'm very clear that it's a moment. Not only in my life. I'm clear it's a moment because in the same way Michaela's show was in service to everybody, man and woman, that had experienced some kind of sexual trauma. Mm-hmm. It's bigger than her, right? And so Boxing Day, although it's completely super angled differently, it's in service to every person um, of color in the country and every person that's an ally with people of color mm. that want to see the people that they love or themselves represented in a whole new way in light. This film's bigger than me. It's bigger than my own personal desires for um, success. And, and when I was writing it, did I know that? Not necessarily, but as I started to shoot it, I was like, this film is about joy. And we've really experienced trauma, all of us, yeah. the world, for yeah. the last 18 months. So to me, yeah, I feel like you know when you have something very particularly special. You don't know exactly what's going to happen, but you know. Like I knew with kidhood that that was going to be special. I was like, there's something about this, man, that's going to connect to people on a crazy level. Mm-hmm. I, I read the Lewis Hardy characters. I was like, there's something about this that's going to connect to people on a crazy level. And then I tried to orchestrate some of that stuff. Mm. So... Um, yeah, you know when something's special, and I think Boxing Day, um, I feel very clear that Boxing Day will be something very special, and that will be something that people talk about for years and years to come. I feel so. Mm. Yeah, it's be like Kidothood. Kidothood yeah. is still, I don't, if I still recommended it when Americans are like, what British film should we watch? watch? Yeah, like, Kidothood, watch yeah. it. Because um, we were saying before, like, it's you were talking about the nuances. Yo, yeah. Do you think of like the white audience watching if they would, you know, there's things that are nuanced to. Yeah, like I was saying, like there were things that we obviously, we're we're creators and sometimes we get notes from our editors. I'd love to know. Just like, you know, when like the aunties are talking about like the different islands, Mm. that's something that if I wrote that, Mm. an editor would be like, oh, you might, like Mm. people might not understand this. You have Mm. to explain what this means. Mm. And (laughs) it's like, oh yeah, we, it's like you, you knew who, was watching and yeah, didn't yeah. have yeah. to over explain even but some words used yeah, yeah. just the, like the, the, yeah, the slang yeah, the yeah. no well so <laughs> I have I think a couple of things um, so me and MC me, me and Michaela would talk, she emailed me the other day and she was like look man this is monumental this is like we've needed this bro we needed this man so like thank you so much I'm coming to the premiere blah blah blah, blah. and it's a similar thing when, when I when, when we worked on our stuff it's an invitation to the party. Mm-hmm. There's a party going on. Mm-hmm. This party is super dope. but And you'll recognize themes of the party. Themes of the party are like joy, fun, laughter, love, romance, Christmas. But within this party, there's going to be some food that you may not have tasted <laughs> or understood. Taste it. See if you like it. And um, if not, just keep rolling with the rest of the party because the party is universal. And I remember Michaela even saying, like, you know, I'm not going to over explain things to the audience. Investigate, mm. you know. Mm. And so that's um, that's definitely what I, I did with Boxing Day. And initially, well, because like obviously there's a long process. Was there comments around maybe potentially watering it? Because like you said, I feel like we've done stuff before and. Mm. Obviously, the person that is approving it or the person that is editing it is like they don't understand it, so they're like, it's gonna have to change to be more palatable to a wider audience. Mm. Yeah. So, was there any comments of, be, of it being changed to you? Uh, if they were, 
they didn't last very long, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, my I think BFI and Film Four and Warner's were extremely um, supportive of 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 it being authentic because they, I think when they watch it, they just get it. And and I remember them we going to a screening and um, uh, one of the heads of Film Four, Ollie, was like, so I like I didn't get those elements of it. Enjoyed that the audience did, mm. so you end up laughing, right? You know, and so yeah, I, 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 yeah, man, I, I really like the film. Yeah, like, yeah. Like even though it's my film, like I look to it because it's so um, because the film is packed with so many different actors. Mm -hmm. I can. So I was just when I said I really like the film, I was thinking about when the cousins by the door and he's like, and, he's, and Hollywood Melves, you know, <laughs> and it's like. How you doing, Joseph? And he's like, how you doing, Joseph? He goes, hey, true set. He goes, true set. I can't say you sold out, man. You've been committed to sound like a white man from what day. <laughs> so like the what day, people are not gonna mm, understand yeah, it, but you yeah, get yeah. all the yeah. other elements, you know? Yeah, you can like fill in the gaps. Yeah, like I didn't understand mm. sus, but you know, yeah. I, got, I got the vibe. Yeah, context. <laughs> sus, sus. So what I loved about it was that you know, like Love Actually, there's that different stories coming yeah, together. Yeah. I love that that there's so many different stories coming together, but then it's. What, like one family that's all connected with yeah. like friends and that's so just feel so black like mm -hmm. we're just everyone yeah. like you know you have your cousin's friends yeah. linked up with your cousin's yeah was that yeah did that is that like reflected in your you're saying it's based on your yeah some of it, life, some, so. of it some of it i don't want to say all of it, oh. yeah, it, was it. <laughs> um, you know, um, yeah your character was a was an interesting one yeah 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 <laughs> he's um your character's the one you're shouting at the screen. Yeah. And I'm like, Ah, yeah, you shouted yeah, at yeah. me. I was yeah. like, get no! it together. I'm like, get it together. <laughs> <laughs> is that get it together, bro. Is that reflective of your life? No, well, you know, in, in what which area are we talking yeah. about? Oh god. Uh, yeah. What's that? Yeah. I don't want to I mean we can't say with the film. I don't want to I don't want to spoil it. You don't want to spoil it. But he's got thank you, thank you. He went, he went through some stresses, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? I find it very interesting. What I loved, what I loved, um, one of my favorite films is My Best Friend's Wedding. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what I love about it is the complications of first love, the complications of nostalgia, and, and then having to move on. Mm -hmm. And I feel like what Melvin goes through as a character is that if you don't close the door properly, close the door, you don't know that you do. They don't. <laughs> Grown people are talking. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, Teddy Pindergrass, ask your mama. Um, but no, when 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 I, if you do not close the door to certain chapters in your life properly, it's gonna pop up or feelings mm. gonna pop up. So, you know, he's in love with um, Lisa. He's moving on with Lisa, but he's a bit of a runner. He's a bit of a bottler. He runs from situations, and as you see, he literally physically runs <laughs> from a situation. Um, he's a runner. He's, he's a track star. He's a track star. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so with with um, he's got to learn to face that, and that's what he goes through throughout the whole thing. Because if you don't, like what happens in the jazz cafe, like we know what happens in the jazz cafe, mm. you know he's like, oh shit, I got feelings that I shouldn't have, you know. And so that's 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 different. Me, if you talking about it's, if it's like me, I'm quite a confrontational person. Okay. Like I, I'll, I'll put things on the line and be like, this is what it is. He runs. I'm pretty like, what is it? What is it? You know? Okay. 
Well then. So at ease. I will have bad <laughs> feelings about We're you. We're good. I won't be shouting at you, yeah. but Shout yeah. Out so TV. when people watch it, well, you might be shouting in the cinema, yeah. but like you'll be. No! You're just when you're just like. <laughs> I watched it oh with an audience God. one time, and they were like, "No, nah, bro, come <laughs> yeah, on, no, fam. literally, I come on, fam, <laughs> come on, fam, what I've gone for the seat." Yeah. You're just, just like, like, "Oh my!" Uh, I saw it. I, I went to screen, so there were other people there, and we were all just like collective, just. <laughs> Dis- disappointed. Oh, no. What would you say was your favorite moment? Like as we're literally about to wrap up, what was like your favorite moment of bringing everything together? No, no. I was sorry. I saw the okay. time. <laughs> Two minutes. My favorite moment, to be honest, you know, hmm. My favorite moment of shooting Boxing Day was probably the house with the family scenes. You know, because it's. Mo- of all of the film, that bit is most reflective of my family's life. Yeah. I have an Uncle Kirk, right? Who used to talk. I have an Uncle Billy that's like the cheeky, cockney, white boy. <laughs> I have an Uncle Clint, who's my Nigerian uncle, right? And all of those conversations and the food mm. and that, that bit to me is probably a standout bit for me because I think it represents everybody in society. You have that uncle that's a bit too cheeky, that's trying to keep it young. You have that uh, other uncle that's very judgmental. You have that auntie that makes it very clear her opinions. You know, <laughs> yeah. you have that other auntie that's always gossiping. You know, I think those things are so universal, and I think, I think that for me is the bit that grabs, gravitates to being my favorite ultimately in the film. Yeah. I think that's like was my favorite as well, the house. Yeah, cousins fight. Cousins fight. Yeah, the cousins fight. Exactly. But you know what? Like, what something's going on in the kitchen, and then then the other room. (laughs) I wanted to really with the cousins fighting. I wanted to show, like the the black boys like fighting, Mm. but it has no consequence. Yeah, like you know, it's just they're just boys will be boys. You know what I mean? They're just doing what they're doing. So I I I liked that. I think it was great. yeah, well, yeah, tell us tell us <laughs> where, where our listeners can find the film. Okay, so the tickets go on sale December 1st, okay. and it comes out Friday, December 3rd, right? Okay. And um, go out there, take your auntie, your uncle, your aunt, your auntie's best friend, Caroline, you guys know what that is, <laughs> you know, take, take the entire family and go see this movie. It's so important to see a movie in its opening weekend mm, because yeah. it's, it tells... Um, the powers that be finances mm-hmm. that oh there is an audience for the film oh mm-hmm. they they enjoy it they love it so I would encourage everybody to go out and watch it so you can uh, love it criticize it yeah. gossip about it say no nah, I wouldn't do that or just it's a cultural <laughs> moment and event yeah. for um, the culture but also universally mm-hmm. at large for Britain uh, to show how much of an incredibly multicultural. Uh, place we are and I, I've traveled the world and London most certainly is the most multicultural city on the planet that I've been to so you know let's show out man that's good I'm actually home that weekend so I'll take my sisters um but yeah yeah thank you for joining us thank you very much and yes yeah, great to chat it. to you you too <laughs> all right well we'll catch you guys next week and you know where you can find us bye bye bye